What's up, everybody? Episode 45 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your hosts of the greatest streetwear show uh, ever, Ryan and Nate. Man, I feel a lot more professional right now. If, you, if, if you're listening right now and you compare this episode to any recent episodes, there's going to be a very, very big difference in the way that Nate sounds. Yeah, mainly because I'm not recording on <laughs> Apple headphones anymore. You know, I feel like from every episode previous to this one, all 44, your audio has never been done any justice. I don't <laughs> see. I don't. I don't understand why that was the case. Like we literally had the same mics at one point. Yes, we but did. Somehow, I don't know. You ever since the first day, you've always had issues with, like. Whether it was how you were positioning your mic or finding a stand or like your Dude, pop I'm gonna filter. be I'm gonna be pissed if this does not sound crisp. No, man, it sounds crisp to me. Like All right. even on the, well, the last two episodes since you were using um I think it was your Apple mic. Yeah, because we were recording I sounded, from uh, I sounded crisp. I sounded like a god. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you guys for joining us today. Episode forty five. Um it's a big day for us because this episode trying to find some significance here. This episode is how I imagined us sort of continuing the podcast. Official gear, better equipment, you know, a little bit more uh, organized, I guess. <laughs> um, so I'm super, I'm super excited for you guys to join us today. Uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, we <laughs> real quick before we get into it, though, I know... It's been a while since we put out a radio show. We tried actually doing that um, over the weekend. Terrible. It went results. horribly. Terrible results. Terrible. It, uh, it, it's going to go in the uh, the lost episode five. It's probably that 30-pack of Miller High Lifes that we drank. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. We played a lot of cool music. I know a lot of you guys are super excited about the type of music we play. Um, can we redo that one? I think we can. I yeah. think we can. Um, we'll be more consistent, man. This shit's, this shit's not easy. I don't know. I think I, I reference this all the time. Is you pick something that you've been doing a year straight every week. I don't think most people can can name a single thing that they do. Hopefully, brushing your teeth. Oh, I mean your that's shower. the more, that's the more common stuff. You know what I mean? But like maybe like uh, some sort of creative idea that you've done once every week for a year. Most people don't even work out once a week for an entire it's year. True. I sure don't. Same. Um, Let's get into the first topics. There's a lot of a lot of shit that we haven't covered. Se- things seem to pop up more and more now, more than ever. But let's talk of okay. First thing, Cause is killing it. He's literally everywhere. He has a new <laughs> a new fucking collaboration with Uniqlo. Of course. Since we started the podcast, I think like three have came out, and that alone has been gold because we, all we've ever wanted was more and more Cause shit. Um, I don't think I could ever get tired of him. I wouldn't say that, but okay. I don't think I could get tired of him. No, 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 good. But Sesame Street and Cause, childhood memories and Cause. I think that's amazing. Okay, the only... Okay, of course, I watch Sesame Street. Okay. okay, but whenever I hear Sesame Street, it just reminds me of that Dave Chappelle skit. (laughs) Oh, no! Where it's that... um, 
it's with the like the different that... um stds yeah <laughs> and i think he does like heroin or something yeah like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude that tarn that tarnishes fucking sesame street's image for sure but i yeah. totally remember that <laughs> i was thinking about that too and it had like they were oh my god it was so gross i'm all i remember from that scene is like uh the crabs yeah because <laughs> they were freaking french yeah <laughs> that was funny but i think um just overall you seen the preview of them yes dude fire i think of all of them better than peanuts better than the original stuff he just you you can't you can't lose if you're close yeah i mean i get it <laughs> are you are you a fan of him of his work? I mean, I am a fan of his work of his collections with Uniqlo. They're, they're cool, you know. Am I gonna go crazy for it? Probably not. I mean, okay. Here's my hot take. Here's All my right. take on this. All go right. Ahead. Nate hates cause. I don't. <laughs> okay, that. Okay, this is what we're gonna get into later with the whole idea of uh, you know, the topic that you brought up. But that's we'll All save right. that for later in the All episode. Right, go ahead. But anyways, I don't know. I just feel like it's very commercial. You know, in that aspect, it's just there to sell and like fill a void or like, I mean, I satisfy the people. Yes, I get that. Like, of course, there's that one take where it's like, oh, cause, I mean, and he's mentioned this before, like selling T-shirts through Uniqlo. Like it's yeah. about, you know, reaching that consumer that may not have been able to, you know, be a part of that previously because mm-hmm. all of his works are so limited limited all his <laughs> so merch is like expensive. crazy exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so in, in like we talked about in the last episode i think was that the virgil episode mm-hmm. uh in the same way he's kind of bridging that gap that i get yeah i mean but at the end of the day it's about it's about making money too true yeah very very true so there's and that i'm not saying that his work is like Okay, it's always going to sell. Yes. You know, there's always going to be people that are going to buy his ridiculously expensive sculptures and paintings for okay. hundreds of thousands of dollars. But what were you saying? Let me ask you this. If they're offering Snoopy plushies with every purchase at Uniqlo for like $5 more, like yeah. did you are you did you sell out at that point? Are you a sellout? No, man. If it it I yeah, I guess it come, go, goes back to what you were saying. I was if if what your intention is is to make money, yeah. then fuck it, throw a Snoopy plushie in my bag every time I go to Uniqlo. Yeah. But if it's about you know creating ideas and like innovating and pushing the culture forward, they're definitely not doing that. I mean, okay, to be honest, what the graphics are cool, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, not gonna say that. You know, cause crossing out the eyes of like each character is the most original. He's okay. Oh no! I'm just oh, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go no, no, ahead. No, no, no. I'm just. Right, I'm just saying, right. man. I get. I get it. That's his thing. He's done that with <laughs> numerous other things. But it's right. like for a cause collaboration, I want it to be more special. Like, dude, I want some like crazy, sh- not crazy shit, but I want like something more unique. Like, cool Sesame Street, my childhood, great Dave Chappelle, heroin, whatever. But. Yeah, I I know completely got that. As long as he doesn't go the same route as where Bape's went yeah. with like terrible collaborations, a yeah. collaboration every yeah, exactly. every other week. But there's also people that I personally don't like as much in the in the art collaboration streetwear scene that is just as unoriginal as I'm not gonna say cause, but are some of the most unoriginal people when it comes to collaborations. Yeah. Takashi Murakami. Yeah, he recently just did a collaboration with Uniqlo too. Trash. 
It wasn't on. my favorite. Exactly. It wasn't my favorite. And but. this brings up a good question then, because we're talking about. Oh man, this, this is gonna people we're are gonna, gonna get think major we're, yeah, heat from this. I was this gonna one. say people but, are okay, gonna think we're so pretentious let, for this. Let's let's look at it this way. We revere these people as if they're the the, the Mount Rushmore streetwear. Yeah, right. Of course. You look at Cause. You look at um, Murakami. Murakami. You look at, at a guy like Mark Futura. Echo, Futura. Yeah. Um, those types of guys. Every time you talk about them, they've started some of the greatest brands. Um, some of the greatest trends you've had people like Kanye. Everybody has has been a part of a piece of what have they what they have created. Present day, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? I mean, okay, yeah, we're gonna catch a lot of hate for this one. But I mean, it's it, it, it's a it's a we have to look at it as skeptics because we are basically the cultural reviewers of streetwear i mean i'm not gonna okay i'm not gonna put us on a pedestal and say our opinion is worth fucking so i'm not gonna say we're, we shit gold bricks oh but, definitely not even though we do but but this is uh, something that I, you made me yeah you made me start to think of but i of think right as a fan of these people as someone who holds them in such high esteem like the expectation for me is a lot for them is a lot higher so mm-hmm. it's not like I just want them to do the best that they can, you know. Yeah, but it's not. It's you, not you, out of like the oh, expectations are yeah. really, really high. That's true because of how creative they are. Now, we don't see great artists live that long in in regards to of the space where they become famous. For example, like a Keith Haring was never around for that long to be like, oh, why doesn't he do something different? Yeah, we only know him for this because. That's all we Where got. Where the fuck him. is he now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like a, a Basquiat or yeah. um, like Andy Warhol. It's yeah. like you only know him for these types of things. Obviously, if you have more of a background in, you know, modern or pop pop art, then you would understand the nuances of, of each thing. And you could be like, oh, well, in this decade, he, you know, he implemented this. He rotated the, uh, <laughs> he started he using, rotated the figure. Uh, one Three point degrees stroke this way. here, <laughs> you know, like yeah. some crazy shit like that. But just from a general perspective of people that consume streetwear, not art, but streetwear, it's nothing crazy. Or the progression hasn't been anything crazy. Yeah. But if we look at people like, and I'm going to use this as an example, someone like Benny Gold, and yes. you look at his progression in regards to being an artist slash graphic designer or whatever. You can see the progression. You can see like what manifests itself out of it, right? We only know Cause to be the guy that makes the companions and the statues and the paintings. Yeah. But I guess it's the symbolism of Cause that is so synonymous with what we already know that if we, uh, the more we see it, it's like he's not doing anything new. Like you said, the eyes, the X is for eyes. That's a motif that's used so much that unless he changes it, we're going to keep thinking that he's doing the same shit. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's that's his signature. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's just like any logo, you know, Nike swoosh, whatever. Yeah. That's just, that's what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's meant to symbolize, like, him, his work. But yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm not saying that he has to do a complete 180 and, like, come up with something different, but I just think that for me to actually go out of my way to purchase something and spend money on something, I want it to be like, I want it to wow me. Yeah. Like I want it to like, 
be like, oh, I want to be like, oh shit. I want to like, see 2018 cause. You know, I don't want to see 2006 cause on 2018 products. You know what I mean? Like, I want there to be a modern twist of whatever it is that he does. Yeah, I agree. All respect given yeah, to course. all of these people. Of course. But we are critics of, of everything. And I think I can speak for both of us to say that I'm the biggest hater. I feel like a food critic. Nah, like a streetwear nah. critic. I, I'd say that's what we could. I mean, what we are in a sense. I, I I gauge and rate everything that I see now. Like it's so weird when we just having the I guess wearing the hat of a, a podcaster where we talk about streetwear. My friends that don't even aren't even into streetwear will try to create questions for me and ask me, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Like. It's almost like my opinion is, is in a sense, valued about something that they're interested in, which is totally cool. Yeah. Disclaimer, though, we're still not shit. We aren't. We have never worked in, in the streetwear industry. Nate is probably the closest working at Acne Studios right now, but still, we've never started a brand. Well, I mean, technically, this is a brand, so we'll check that one off the list. But we've never run a business, whatever, whatever the typical journey for people in the streetwear industry is. But, Yeah. It's, it's weird, like, to have somebody that is not as interested in the streetwear or maybe may not know anything of it, but they maybe see a headline, maybe, like, a Virgil headline. Or and they, they, like, automatically think of you. Yeah, it's like, like, yo, oh, did you see that? What did yeah. you think of that? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> do you have 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, um, what are you doing next Tuesday? Yeah. Would you like to record this <laughs> on the episode? You want to ask me again? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think w- with our opinion, it, it, it's growing. <laughs> yeah it's growing to be one that's going to be revered dude i had speaking of which i had such a good like streetwear conversation the other day yeah. um with somebody um we were like actually down over here and we were like drinking modellos and fucking nice. having like a, like an hour-long <laughs> conversation about streetwear okay um what'd you talk about because okay so this guy that i know he used to work at the hundreds okay his name's john shout out to john nice shout um, out john yeah he, uh, he used to work at the hundreds and I was just asking him like what his experience was like and all that and basically like trying to get his perspective of like how the la- landscape of streetwear has changed since mm-hmm. he started working there I want to say like 2010 2011 okay. like Still around prime then. time yeah prime time. exactly so you know in the past seven six seven years how it's changed okay and uh, yeah, I mean, we just had a really good conversation. I almost felt like I was interviewing him, like for the podcast. <laughs> no, that's sick. What, okay, if you remember, do you remember one thing from that interaction that sort of stood out, that sort of like speaks to that time, the time period? Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what we talked about was just him and like other people coming out here, or just you know going to spots like the hundreds or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever store. And not necessarily even wanting to go there to buy anything. Just yeah. wanting to go there just to be there. Yeah. Just to check it out. Be a part of the ambiance. Exactly. And I think that's just one theme that we continue to talk about today. And it's just it's it's just really cool to see that that's exactly how other people feel too. And mm-hmm. that they miss that sort of like community aspect of it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And some of the only like people that maintain that same mindset because it's something that is super consistent are, are skate shops. Yeah. Right? Everybody goes to the local skate shop, set up a board, talk to the homies, meet up and go skate. I feel like it's a little bit more contrived now to do that at a streetwear store because unless you're the type of kid to go in there every day, which most of us aren't, 
it's almost like, yo, like, you come here all the time, you don't buy anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pe- when people get into that notion of, like, yo, this is not a hangout spot. Like, this is a business. Certain ones are like that. But I've been to a couple recently that it's, like, it felt very welcoming. And, like, the type of people were just, like, open to having a conversation or whatever. Um, I went to this pa- place in Berkeley. Really, really, really cool um, environment. It's right next to Bows and Arrows. I, I mean, if whoever's listening, if you're ever in the Bay Area, that's an amazing shop. But right next door, it was an open floor floor storefront. And there were different booths of vintage. Like, people ha- brought their curated vintage collections and put them into booths almost like a science show oh wow like a science fair yeah and you would go into one and be like maybe like kind of like beer themed so they had like a bunch of budweiser stuff and then like old posters the next one was more like retro champion jerseys and shit and the next one is like more like novelty like disney like those types of things and i I was like this is super cool and i had a conversation with the guy about his collection and we were talking about the shoes i was wearing and then just felt like I wanted to be there more. Obviously, I wasn't going to buy anything like that. I'm not down to buy a $50 vintage t-shirt. I don't know how I feel about that, unless yeah. it's something that I really, really want. But conversation was cool. The environment was cool. And that's the type of thing that I feel like like is needed in order to like continue this going. Oh, know? oh yeah, for sure. Well, I, f- I first got that idea when I would watch like old Odd Future stuff. They would hang out at the Hunters. They would hang out at Supreme and... When you would go down to L.A., you would almost be like, yo, what if I run into these guys? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the first time I went down there um, after the whole like Tyler, the creator thing blew up, I saw him at the golf store and I took a picture with him. And it was so funny. I remember this forever. I was I was low key nervous because there was a there was a bunch of people that were there. But there but he was telling me, he's like, yo, if you bought something, I could take a I'm going to take a fucking picture with you. And I was like, I bought this. And he's like, yo, come here, then. come here. So I'm standing next to him. And then I was like, he's mad tall, like, in person. I was like, yo, you're tall as fuck. He's like, he's like, nah, son, you're just short as fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> word, man, word, <laughs> thanks. And then well, I did. But, like, it's those sort of environments that it's, like, it's less about the product and more about the experience or, like, yeah. the memory you can pull from that experience. Yeah, exactly. That it, it, It's something that you can talk about, you know, what was that, like, five years later, six years later. So yeah. shout out to that. I mean, not too many stores do that, which sucks. Um, okay, but we're going to get back to cause in a second. Um, but there's this one thing I noticed, and I thought it was super, super awesome. And something that I think both of us can can uh, can get into is you see Instagram has TV now. Yeah, IGTV. Dude, that is so cool. I, the first thing I watched, obviously, it was a extended version of like Virgil doing his whole Louis Vuitton collection yeah. on Hype Beast. But dude, I think this goes more into like the future of streetwear and like what the fuck we're gonna be doing in the next two to three years. Because I already only watch stuff exclusively on my phone. And if I don't, I'm like, you know how you can, like, um, cast it to, like, a TV? TV, yeah. yeah. So I'll do that with the shit on my phone. But just that alone, it's like, what? why even have cable anymore? True. There's Netflix. There's, there's hell of shit. I watch YouTube there's... more than I watch normal TV. I. It was so weird because... Uh, 
you know, I went on vacation this weekend, right? Yeah. And then we had an, we had a TV in our Airbnb. Oh, shit. And it's like, I don't know how to operate this. <laughs> I threw on the TV, right? And then we were watching TV, and then a commercial came on, and I was like, yo, I'm so out of the loop with commercials. <laughs> like, I don't even know what commercials are like. Because, yeah. you know, back in the day, like, when you watch TV. You see the same shit from time yeah, to time. Yeah, and then you'd, like, go to school or whatever the next day, and then your friends would be like, yo, did you see that commercial? Like, yeah. the sick-ass commercial? But now it's like. I'm so out of the loop. Or like with if that. you said like like a, a, a funny line from it or the yeah. jingle, everybody would know it. Yeah. But yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. The only ones that are like that I remember now or like that are still super interesting is if you ever watch like Saturday morning cartoons, watching those kids commercials of of like the ridiculous toys that they play with. Oh yeah. That shit's funny. Yeah. That shit's always funny. <laughs> Um, but I was just thinking about like uh, like Instagram TV is super super uh, unique in, in the way that it works. Obviously, stories are super popular on like Instagram and Snapchat, whatever. That's that's old news. But with Instagram TV, wouldn't it be cool if we recorded something for that? Oh yeah, and for had sure. like a TV show. Yeah, dude, that would be so sick. I was just thinking about that because I came across it. And we used to put out, I don't know if, if anybody's listening to, to us, if you guys actually watch the shit that we put on YouTube, but I checked it recently and there was like maybe like three new comments within the past four months. Like, yeah, go watch it. It's really it, bad. Like, yo, where'd you guys go? Like, why'd you guys stop putting these out? You know what I mean? And then, cause we only did like maybe. I think three. Yeah. Maybe like three or four of yeah. them to go watch. So if you're listening, go check those out. Cause they were super like. We did so much pre- preparation. We had like lights and fucking tripods. And Do you like remember that one time it cameras. took us like two hours to set that yeah, up? Yeah, that was crazy. We had a studio. We were so on point. But then when I look at it now, it's like, yo, we didn't really have to put in that much effort no, to get, to get results. You know no, what I mean? Not at all. We were yeah. slaving away to yeah. like midnight to record an hour episode. We'd be there for like three hours. Like sometimes, like so, we get there at like six, right? Yeah. And we leave at like eleven, and just be <laughs> in there for like five hours. Dude, I could crazy. Sometimes I'd imagine like us, well, not us, but like almost like it'd be so late. I'd just be like, you know what, man, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just fall asleep here. I'm because it was a because it was a shared studio space. So when we would go. There would be a dude sleeping in the studio because he had, he had to time. watch the whole place. Yeah. And he would just be in there just stinking the place. He would up. literally sleep on the floor. <laughs> and mind you that uh our old studio was like a it was like an old bank vault. Yeah. So no, no ventilation, ventilation at all. So he was None. okay, he was mad sweaty. Super uh came out of there smelling like fucking god knows what. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Just rotting. Yeah. Just rotting in the vault. Good times, good times. Yeah, but I mean, if you're listening, go watch our old shit, man. That shit was that shit's entertaining to watch yeah. to this day. Can't believe we were able to get that get that out. And the capacity of being able to put an hour long episode with audio and video and all the other shit we were doing, we were on a roll. Not to say that we aren't now, but we're still killing it. Um, okay, this is a new thing that I found, and I want to bring this up to you before we get into the topic of the day. This is the streetwear podcast, by the way. <laughs> I know we've been talking about some other shit, but we do talk about streetwear. And just so you know now, so you don't hit pause or stop at some point within the next couple of minutes when we talk about this topic, is we're going to be reflecting on 
what would you say, like some of the trends that we were predicting back in January? Yeah, we did that New Year's Eve episode in January, obviously. Yeah. New Year's Eve. It's been about Idiot. six months. Yeah. So I think it's a good time to do like a... Kind of like a mid-year... Yeah, like, a little halftime check. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, with Fashion Week sort of rolling over, anybody that's been on hypebeast or following their favorite influencers has seen some of the trends that are being pro- projected for because they pr- usually showcase like t- 2019 or the year further yeah. collection so we'll speak a little bit more about what we got right what we got wrong and we'll sort of go over that but before that i learned this new thing which i thought was really interesting um so we s- sort of spoke about kanye in the in a past episode just kind of his remarks in regards to um, that TMZ interview. I'm not going to go into it. You guys know. Um, it was circulated everywhere. But it's this thing I learned called cancel culture, which basically, I'll, I'll read it, uh, the, the phrase. It, it's basically that people no longer support or advocate or advocate for people that say, I guess, what's the, what's the, the, the word for not that politically have, like, correct. Yeah, politically have, incorrect yes. is, is the term. Um, so an example, Kanye saying the crazy shit that he said. Now, in this culture, he's considered canceled. I don't fuck with his shoes, his clothing, his music. And that happened a lot. A lot yeah. of people were like, yo, I don't fuck with this guy. His views are completely whatever. But um, y- did you see recently he like went over the comments that he made yeah and he like elaborated yeah more on it yeah and even look at um even look at xxx yes rest in peace rest um, in peace. you know even though he even though he passed away like people are still he's still canceled to some there's, people yeah there's this crazy dichotomy going on there because for one thing it's when when do you forgive somebody for being young and dumb? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, okay, to be fair, young and dumb is never, never like an excuse. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But in in the grand scheme of things, it's it's I'm going to put that in quotation marks cuz young yeah. and dumb doesn't always mean like, oh, you're young and you just ran a red light. Young and dumb can mean you could do anything. Yeah. But when obviously you put it in the context of particular things, when when do you draw the line between like Shit that you did in the past, yeah, and who you are now, yeah. Or where do you draw the line when you're like, okay, whatever, I'll give this person a second chance and just canceling them. Exactly. Yeah. So cancel culture is a thing, and I just learned about it, but I wanted to relate that to the streetwear industry. Yeah. Because canceled culture revolves around the movie industry with like the whole like Me Too shit and you know all the all the crazy shit going on in in the entertainment industry nowadays. Everyone's getting canceled, getting the X, right? Yeah. Hitting the red buzzer. But within the streetwear industry, there's a lot of questionable people that still are able to push their clothing out there, push their messages and all that stuff. No matter how racy, no matter how out of pocket, they're still getting like the green light to basically succeed. When do we sort of pick and choose you know like yeah. at what point do we pick and choose for people who are doing other people wrong and we give them the red x you know what i mean for example asap bari and, and v right yeah he was accused of all these crazy things 
in the past, and there was even footage of that shit. I don't know if you saw that, but that no, shit's actually. wild. And for a, a good amount of time, everybody was like, you know, fuck b I'm not wearing b Actually, he's literally canceled. Like, Nike canceled his, exactly. uh, canceled Air his, Force his, One collaboration. I think it was like his high tops or something yeah. that he was planning yeah. on, plan on releasing. Give it maybe like... I want to say less than four months after that, and like he's he's like back in the spotlight right back now, front row fashion. Week. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. within that canceled culture, I know it's it's a little bit crazy because this is a new thing. But speaking to people who are in this streetwear industry, and there's been a lot that have been accused of crazy shit. Um, I forget his name, but he, I remember him being a model for Supreme Lookbooks. I forget his name, though. I think his name is Aaron Bondaroff. Bondaroff yeah, yeah. was accused of some wild shit. Oh, uh, the, uh, the guy from No Wave, right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he has like a crazy beard or some shit like that. He looked kind of dusty. I, I forget. Yeah. But that guy, he's been accused of some weird shit. So is it all the stuff that he's been a part of we can't support? Or is it one of those things where it's like it'll roll over? In the next few months. Yeah, I mean, it's I a think, weird, it's a weird topic. I but think we talked about that with the Kanye thing. It's like, okay, is me being a consumer of like his products or stuff that mm-hmm. he's been a part of? Does that make me do? Am I contributing to like this narrative of like negative shit? Yeah. Or is are, is it completely separate? Uh, it's it's kind of hard. That's such like a gray area. Because like, when you see somebody wear Vlone, especially within. Like that month that we had heard about the news, yeah, you would kind of think twice about it. You wouldn't right. wear it yourself. You wouldn't like if somebody gave you that shirt to wear. It'd be like, "Yo, wear this this weekend for free." I'd be like, ah, maybe, "Maybe in like six months, I'm gonna let it die <laughs> down real quick." Yeah, and it's and it's a we- It's definitely like a weird. It's like a it's a weird gray area, like you were saying. But I think what we gotta start doing, man, and I'm and I'm gonna be the 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 promoter of this. If somebody's fucking up in the streetwear industry, they're getting canceled, man. Trends are getting canceled. If that trend comes from somebody that's doing some weird shit, it's nah, getting canceled. we're off that. We're, yeah. off, we're off that. Yo, there's someone, canceled. there's someone, like someone from a random ass place right now that's like trying to cancel us. They're like, nah, <laughs> we dudes talking wild right now. Yeah, they're getting they canceled. canceled. Yep. Their podcast is canceled. You know what we should start doing then? We should start canceling trends. We should. There should be like particular like. Red flags that if you do this, you're canceled. You know what I mean? Like what? Like the uh, the Nike shoes with the Adidas oh. pants. Canceled. 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 What else? What else is a is a is a is a um cancelable measure? Like what what mm. else can somebody do to be canceled? If you're wearing more than three Supreme Box logos at once, maybe even more than two. Even canceled. more than one. <laughs> more than one. <laughs> I would say that too. More than one, canceled. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, if you're wearing more than like three or four like hype brands at once. Okay. Canceled. Yeah. Actually, more than one, more than one type, no, more than three types of prints. Like if you're wearing like, like a crazy babe camo with like some like supreme print and like you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. people be dressed in like a little bit too wild. Like there's a way to match prints. You do it with like different textures. You call them textures. Is that what you call them? Sure. Different textures, whatever. But if you're like just wearing a bunch of true brands just because they're all like different brands but they don't match, you're canceled. Dude, someone right now must be like 
super salty that we're saying all I'm this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Disclaimer, I'm once sorry. again, do whatever you want. Our opinions are still gold. Yeah. <laughs> um I think th- I think that's good. I think I think that's it. I think that pretty much covers the surface of this canceled canceled culture. I'm a part of it now. We're we're honorary canceled culture <laughs> members. Um so we're in this thing. So if we if we <laughs> we're going to start a perusing Instagram explore page and we're going to go to other people's other people's pages and we're going to be in the comments just hitting you with giant red Xs. For you know outfits. what that means. It means you're canceled. <laughs> So beware, beware. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's get into the, the speaking of trends. Let's get into this uh, this last piece because we talked about a couple different things in the the New Year's Eve episode. What have we seen so far from the things that we talked about? What's been sort of actually been actually working out, and what hasn't? Um, chunky sneakers continue to be on trend as usual. How um, how have you would you have you think? Do you think brands, no matter what brand it is, has been doing pretty good at them? Like Puma? Puma's been doing good at them? I like, I like those. Honestly, I've seen a lot of, hit, a lot of hits and a lot of misses. Really? Um, dude, Nike's been killing it with like the chunky yeah. sneaker game. Like, yep. Maybe that's just me being biased, but they've been like crushing no, I like it. it. I like it. I like the yeah. Adidas Young Ones. Those, those are, are sick. sick. Yeah. Tried them on. They're terrible, but... <laughs> I like I love the way they look. Um, obviously, the uh, the Desert Rat Yeezys are yeah. super sick. I wouldn't wouldn't catch me wearing them. No, but th- yeah, there's a lot of shit out there that I feel like no matter how crazy the silhouette, whatever color pattern, the shit just works. I don't know what it is about the shoe; it just works. Yeah, I don't. To be honest, well, I don't know. I've seen a lot of really bad ones though. Really? There's. I forget who did it, but it literally looks like a triple, like a Balenciaga triple S. Was it? A, yeah, it was like a Zara. <laughs> nah, it was like it was like Puma or Reebok or some like fucking lower athletic. It might brand. have been. It might have been Reebok. I know. I know every brand's trying it out now. But yeah. do you remember that era where it was like a mixture between dad shoes and like luxury shoes? Like you've ever heard of Creative Wreck? Oh yeah, for like sure. shoes like that. Yeah, like, it was like some. God, in the those middle. are so horrible. Exactly dude. right. Like I feel like you have to choose a side when it comes to like designing a shoe. But those shoes are trash. Those shoes will never make it. Like yeah, what shoe is that? It's like a designer shoe. It's like uh, like Giuseppe's. Yeah, like the big they're like big red shoes. Like everybody gets. Um, fucking. Do you remember bottoms. when everybody was on the? Uh, like Balenciaga arenas, like the they're like oh, the Balenciagas yeah. that look like uh, Nike blazers. Yeah, I remember everybody was on those. Dude, gross, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm. know. That's yeah. We'll we'll have a whole other episode of trends that won't work out. Yeah, and that's probably gonna be one of them. Yeah. Um. But what was another one we called out? So chunky sneakers. You called out last episode, like people were gonna be or not last episode last year that people were gonna be really into like performance gear like sort of mixing it with like their everyday stuff yeah have you been seeing that a lot lately uh yeah i mean sportswear like i said in that new year's eve episode always been a thing always been kind of like at the forefront of streetwear Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like slowly creeping its way into high fashion even like you see um a lot of designers particularly like virgil or I don't know if you saw like the Aleks yeah. Matthew Williams one. Yeah. Like he recently just did a collaboration with Nike. Oh yeah. That's um, sick. So like just 
the melding of the two performance uh, attire as well as you know like fashion stuff yeah. that's fashionable. So, I like it. I like yeah. it. I it it always comes down to like it looking a lot better on girls. Obviously, true. very true. Um, I I recently saw um, on the explore page. I didn't follow. I saw um, influencer girl. Um, she was wearing like uh, Kith has been re- doing a really good job at doing like the whole performance stuff yeah. and making it look like everyday wear. But she was wearing the Kith top and bottom in the club, like it's damn very, near like spandex. And I was like, it's very reminiscent of like yeah. '90s, like Ex- yeah. Aaliyah, like shit like that. You yeah, know, it is. I definitely. get it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. It was weird though, because. Obviously, the whole like um, athleisure thing yeah. wasn't as well. Really, wasn't a thing back in the, back in like early '90s. It was just you wear workout stuff to work out, or you don't. Yeah. But uh, for some people to mix it, it, it just it says something to how like versatile that is. Obvious, and it's comfortable shit. Yeah. So why True. wouldn't you want to be in the club in some fucking leggings or like what's a man version of that? Like some track pants like hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have hella movement with my legs i'll be doing backflips and shit <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of is uh when you said like the Aaliyah stuff it brought me back to um uh, have you ever seen the rain dance yes. with the girl that pulls the uh oh, the thing yeah. and then she's like <laughs> doing the running thing yeah. and like yeah that's how i imagine like people wearing like athleisure and like just like in the club yeah like, like just... being hella cool with like eight sweatbands on yeah. like that's how i imagined it <laughs> um but yeah kith is doing an amazing job at it um puma is obviously doing an amazing job at it they have their whole like rihanna fenty shit and um yeah i think i think we'll, we'll see a lot more of that just because athleisure is that is i felt like it was at its peak like half half a year ago but it's still fucking growing yeah um so that's always going to be a thing what what else was it? I know we sort of talked about like being a little bit more clean, being a little yes. bit, not in the sense of like bathing, but like but also that's very important that's very too. important. Yeah, make sure you bathe. I think dressing proper, but also mixing that with with some of your favorite brands because at the end of the day, we can't wear streetwear every day. I mean, it's some true. people can if it's if it's your job, like it's like a costume, like some of our favorite streetwear influencers it is like they have to be in the best the most up-to-date sneakers and all that stuff but sometimes you want to stray away from that maybe you go to a wedding you're not going to wear supreme to a wedding you know not going to wear a big box logo hoodie to to a wedding so i have seen a lot lately um more brands come up where it's like very fine cut and sew very good basics and I like that. I, I'm 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 happy about that. Yeah, and that's another thing that I've been seeing too recently is that um, just a lot of mixing of like high end and low end designer mm-hmm. and also streetwear. Obviously, we talk about this, you know, every every day, every episode, yeah. whatever. Um, but what's weird to me is that you know me working at a store at a clothing store. Yeah, it's weird seeing kids that are like twelve, thirteen, <laughs> or. How old are you in high school? How old are you when you go to prom? Okay, 16, whatever, yeah. right? 16? Yeah, I'd say 16. Okay, if you're like real G, then you go when you're like 14, yeah. straight out of middle school, <laughs> freshman year. But anyway. Yeah, you're in, uh, you're in you're in eighth grade getting invited to like a like a senior prom. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. That's but, the uh, tight <laughs> shit right there. But anyways, um, it's just weird seeing kids like come into the store and they're like, hey, I'm looking for an outfit for prom. Mind you, these price points are like... 
crazy. God damn, I can't even afford this shit full yeah, price. I would like, rent my tux. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think that's becoming more and more of a trend, uh, luxury at least, uh, especially with like younger people. I think, you know, back in like 2004, 2005, whatever, whenever we were growing up, like yeah. luxury was out of the question for sure. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Right? Like you were not getting that shit. It's like you're about to get that shit ruined. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's this uh, two for ten Foot Locker white. <laughs> Knock yourself out. You could wear it triple to play basketball in. You could wear it under your little tuxedo shirt. You yeah. could wear it to wherever you know. Yeah. Versatile. Yeah. But now we have outfits for an occasion. Yeah, but I think um, just luxury becoming more and more appealing to like the younger audience. I think that'll continue to be huge in the next few years. So. Well, that's dope because, like we mentioned. A lot of these brands that for us may have taken a while to get um, associated with is easy for these kids because they go to their favorite rapper. They tap on the image. He's tagged every single brand he's wearing. Cool. I go to the brand page. How amazing. Mom, where's your credit card? You yeah. know, it's like one of those things like it doesn't matter anymore. Like everyone's going to be wearing everything. Obviously. I always have this chip on my shoulder where I have to know about one or two brands that nobody else knows about that I'm yeah. like super interested in. Um, but that's for another time. I'm never going to reveal those. <laughs> but I think uh, the last piece that I feel like is obviously killing it right now is workwear. Workwear is doing amazing. Easy, um, yeah. That, I mean, I feel like everyone's collaborating with like a... Like a Dickies and like a, like a Carhartt, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the all all the wave now. Um, so I think we did we hit maybe like four for four yeah. on our on our trend predictions. Yeah. What do you think? Like we'll recap going into the next year and see yeah. what worked and what didn't work. What do you think? Like name one if you can name one. What do you think is in six months from now? Because we saw the Louis Vuitton uh, show with Virgil. Yeah. We saw what they brought out. Um, we saw the, the Kim Jones Dior show. We saw a lot of things they brought out. The how do you pronounce it? Alix. Alix. Alix Studio yeah. shit. We saw what they were going to bring out. They're kind of kind of predicting or they're setting the the precedent for the trends for the next year. Yeah. Would you like any anything that sort of stood out to you or something that um, was like stupid, ridiculous? I think we're going to see a lot more like utility, like utility sort of thing. So the whole Elite's thing, it's about like, it's about like movement and efficiency, yeah. and, like being able to do these things like without like fuss. Mm -hmm. um, so just a lot of things based on that. Uh, I think we'll see that going into 2019. We're already seeing it right now, of yeah. course, but um, again, just the whole idea of performance, but in a different aspect, I think. Not necessarily clothing for sport, but just like clothes, like I don't want to say future clothing, but no, just yeah, like clothing I, I, that's like. I agree like, with that. Yeah. 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 Basically, if you aren't already, go to your local army surplus store and start copping that shit up now because yeah. that's going to be all the wave in the next. Yeah. In the next. Get all your little months. tactical vests. Tactical vests, bags, whatever, belts, big pants, cargo pants with hella pockets. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the thing. And I, I, I totally agree with that. I saw a lot of cool stuff, too. One ridiculous thing before we uh, before we end today. Ramo was on your back. Ramo with the luggage. Yeah. They put straps on it. 
and he was walking down trash, the aisle trash. with a Ramoa luggage on your back. Yo, when I was in the fifth grade, I used to have a rolly backpack with straps. So when you're done rolling it, you could wear your rolly backpack as a backpack. I set that precedent. I know I did. That's all. That's gonna be all Horrible. the wave now. You're not even gonna see people roll the rolly, the rolly, their off-white. Remotes. What's the point of the wheels then? Get a backpack. Get a big backpack. But you don't want a big backpack. What if I don't know? Maybe you're going longer distance. I don't know. Maybe you're standing on a train. I honestly don't know the purpose for straps That's on a rolly bag, but right, that should look kind of crazy, especially with the see-through Ramoas that Off White did. Yeah. That's so damn stupid. You know what I want? Have you ever seen those like, uh, like those suitcases that you can like sit on and they like ride on? Those are sick. <laughs> I saw Drake riding one of those in the, in the airport, and I was like, yeah. yo, that should yo, look. I so need cool. one of those. All right, guys. Uh, we're just about out of time. That is episode 45, right? 45? Yes. Yeah, episode 45. Sooner or later, we're just going to start. We're not even going to name numbers anymore. We're just going to say, what's up, guys, in every episode. Yeah. It's going to be just one long um, audio book. <laughs> and it's just, just going to be but narrated by Morgan Freeman. Narrated by... <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you listen to all of our past episodes and follow us on all of our social it's in the bio of our Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. You can find it. I mean, it's technology. You're smart. It's not, it's it's not that complicated. Come on. You know? yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace. See ya.